Okay, Bokatov, Moyim Lesumcha. Today's daf is daf Mem Aleph in Yevamos, as we learn for a four shleimah for Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal and Allahs of Ben Ruma. We'll start from the two dots, about eight lines from the bottom of Mem Aleph Beis. Now, Mutter Adam and Misha had said a strange thing. You're allowed to marry, let's say, the Krova was called the sister of the Tsara of the Chalutza, the one you gave Chalutza to, but you can't marry the Tsara of the sister. Of your chalutza, what is what's this far for that? We will see that in a few minutes. First thing, Morris says, "Omer of Tuvi Bar Kisna, Omer Shmuel, Abal Tzaras Chalutza." Here, a very simple case: a man had two wives. Reuben had a wife Leah and Sarah. Right? We always call it Sarah, Sarah. He had two wives. Okay, he died with no children, and his brother Shimon gave chalutza to Leah. Right? Leah and Sarah gave a chalutza to Leah. What is Sarah's status? She's the tsara of the chalutza, right? So she, she of course, she, she's pretty married. But if Shimon subsequently sleeps with her, what's the issue? If everybody agrees that if you give chalitza to a woman, right? Give chalitza to a woman, and then he decided to marry her. Can't marry her. Sister Lav. Sister Lav, not Karas. Not Karas. But what about the tsara? So here he says, I'm Vlad Mamzer. If he lives now with Sarah, he didn't even give her chalitza yibmah. Vaz Mamzer, why? What's the Sfara? Because she's the original Eishasach. The one who's a chalitza, Leah, got a chalitza. She, she only is in Israelab. The other one, in other words, Leah is not doing the Lusha of the Gemara, Lusha Rashi. Leah is not the Shlicha, the Shlucha of Sarah. She's just, you know, there's two, two wives. You can give chalitza to either one or give yibmah to either one, one, not more. And he gave chalitza to Leah. Fine. What's the status of Sarah? So, you know what he says, a big chiz from Tuviarkis, he says, you know what? Sarah is like Eshesach Shlav Mokha Mitzvah, Eshekaras. You didn't give her chalitza, you gave the other one chalitza. So, now we don't hold this way. We, don't, we hold that once you give one chalitza, they're all like chalitza. And it's, it's, it's an Eshelav, it's not Eshekaras. Pardon? No, it's yeah, automatic. It's like works for everybody. Like one is doing it for the other ones, right? But that's not his opinion. He says, "Amish Mo'al Avol says Chalutza Vlad Mamzer." My time would be Sora Kaima. She has the original Eishasach. Shlomo, there's no mitzvah now. She has an Eishasach of Eishasach, right? Is there a mitzvah? Even no. Is there Chalutza? No. Can get a bunch. She stays with the Israelites. That's the Tzara. Omar Rabbi Yosef. Omar Rabbi Yosef. I'm not thinking. You know, you see from our Mishnah too. Why? Because the Mishnah says Mutter Ada Bekrovas Tzara Chalutza. The Mishnah says you can. You are allowed to marry the sister of the Tzara of your Chalutza. If the Tzara is like the Chalutza, right? In the sense, he gave chalitza to her, so it's like he gave chalitza to her, right? Achos chalutzaso is aser. Achos kushaso is aser in a Torah, but achos chalutzaso is aser in a Rabbanan. Gave chalitza to one, uh, chalitza is like a grusha, just like a chalitza can't marry a Kohen, right? Does it say that in the Torah? No. But the grusha can't marry a Kohen, so chalitza is like a grusha too. So just like you can't marry achos kushaso, if you divorce your wife, you can't marry your sister while your wife is alive. So it's the same thing, can't marry achos chalutza. So he says, listen, man, how can you marry the Krova of the, how can you marry the sister of the Tsar Chalutza? Misha says, you can. Why can you marry the sister? Because the Tsar is not like she got Chalutza. It's not, she, it's not like she got Chalitza. Leah got Chalitza. Tsar didn't get Chalitza. Tsar didn't get Chalitza. So you can marry her sister. You can't marry a Chos Chalutzaso, but this is not Chalutza if you're saying that. So he says, the proof to my what I'm saying is that what? That Tsar is not like she got Chalitza. Leah got Chalitza. Tsar didn't get Chalitza. Okay, and therefore, if, you, if the if the Yavim subsequently slept with her, say Shachlov Mok Mitzvah, Vlad is a Mamzer. So you see the Mishnah too, because they say you're allowed to marry 
the sister or the relative of the tsar of the chalutza. Why? Because the tsar is not like she got chalitza. So she's not, it's not like a chalutza. If you say, like I say, that the tsara was not, not part of it. She's excluded. She's not, she's not like she got chalitza. Leia got chalitza. Tsara didn't get it. That's right. You marry her sister because she's not, the sister, not a chalutza. Everybody agrees that a chalutza is also, right? At least Rabbanan. But, uh, um, but it, so why are you allowed to marry her sister in this case? Why are you allowed to marry the, Misha says you're allowed to marry the sister of the tsar of the chalutza. Why? Because the tsar is not like a chalutza. If, if, she, if the tsar would be like the chalutza, if when you give chalitza to Leia, it's like you also gave chalitza to Sarah, then you wouldn't be allowed to marry Sarah's sister because she would also be considered a chalutza. But since we say you're allowed to marry the sister of Sarah, that shows you that Sarah is not considered a chalutza. If Sarah is also like a chalutza, when you give chalitza to Leia, you gave it to her as co-wife also, dummy. Am I mutter? Why are you allowed to mutter? So that's the case. Maybe this is a Kashmir Rabbi who said back before on Dafyud, once there's a bunch of brothers and there's a bunch of wives. And once, let's say, one brother, Shimon, gave Chalitza to one sister, then if any of the brothers, including Shimon, marries any of the sisters, including the Chalitza, it's only an Isra Lav, it's not an Isra Kares. So it's a Kash Lechora on Rabbi Yochanan. Because here you see apparently that since you can marry the sister of the Tzara of the one who got Chalitza, it shows you that the Tzara is not as if she got Chalitza. What do you bring the cash anyway? Everybody gives a chos grusha as the rice. A chos is only drop on him. We're going to have it in a few minutes. Kanshan and Rebbe, a chos grusha mid the very Torah, a chos is only mid the very sofrim. So it's only drop on him anyway. It's not like a chos chalutz is a daraisa that you can prove from there since you can marry the sister of if a chos chalutz would be, if a chos chalutz would be daraisa. So uh, that, then you could give me a kasha. Okay. If the tsar is as if she got chalitza, how can you marry her sister? We said you could. That's only drabbanan anyway. So the rabbanan only made it iser. Even if you say that that Leah, uh, that tsar is as if she got chalitza, which is what Yochanan says. When you give chalitza to one wife, it's like you gave chalitza to all of them. And therefore, if you subsequently, subsequently you or one of the other brothers married her, married any one of them, it's only in Israelab. It's also, it's lo yivna, but it's not karas. Right? Why? Because because it's only a drabbanan. The holy ish, the holy iser. Uh, even if you say that you can marry her sister in that case, because it's like you gave them all. So it's it's only because that's only, the iser of a chalutza is only drabbanan. So the rabbis only said a chalutza only on the one you actually gave chalitza to, but not on the other sister, not on the other co wives. So, so the Right, so it's mid- 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 but the rabbi said you can't marry the sister of the chalutza. You can't marry the sister of the chalutza. It's like an esrachos. You shouldn't marry her. It's an esrach rabbanan. To me, you're not going to get cars for that. You're going to get even a lot. It's only an esrach So, but so you could say. So Rabbi Yochanan says, okay. It tr- truth is that if you gave chalitza to Leo, one, the main co-wife, let's call her, the other co-wife, Sarah, it's like she got chalitza too. So how could you marry her sister? Well, it's only the Israel of Achoschutz is only Drabbanan. The Arabbanan only said it on the one you actually gave Chalitza to, not the other co wives, even though the other co wives would only be an Israel of Lav, according to Rabbi Yochanan, not according to Rabbi Barkisna.
So there, so but now at the end of the Daftic Morris says, okay, the Mishnah said the last two lines of the Mishnah of yesterday was you're allowed to marry the sister of the Tsara of your Chalutza, Sarah's sister, right? But you can't marry the Tsara of the Chalutza's sister, the Chalutza's real sister, the Chalutza's sister, not the Chalutza's, not the Chalutza's co-wife's sister. The the Tsara of the of the uh, sister. Of the chalutza, you can't marry her. Why? Maishna, what's the difference? Maishna hai, maishna hai. Says Gemara at the top of the mouth. Very simple. When a woman goes to court, let's say, to get the chalutza, like when she's going to court, who's she taking along with her? She's taking along her co-wife or is she taking along her sister? She's going to go with her sister for moral support. So when she and her sister go to the court to get chalutza, people don't know which one got chalutza. So we say, you know what? We say what uh, uh, the, the co-wife of either one of them, the tsara of the sister, Leah has to go get Chalitza. She, she takes Rachel, her sister, along to court. So you say, you know what? You can't marry the tsara of Rachel either. Why? We, why? Because then people will think that she's really the one who got Chalitza and people think you're allowed to marry Chalitza, which is an Esdrabonim. But you don't take your co-wife with you. So therefore, the, the, the krova of the tsara of the Chalutza, that's okay, because people aren't going to mix that up. That's the difference. It's only Drabbanan anyway. Even a Chos Chalutza is only Drabbanan. Certainly the sister would be, uh, certainly right, her sister, uh, her sorrow would be. So over here, you didn't take the sorrow with you to court. So therefore, when Leah went to court to get the Chalitza, right, and she has a co-wife, sorrow, right? She has a co-wife, sorrow. So that co-wife's sister is okay because she's not going to go with her to, to the co-wife's not going to come to the court and nobody will think that a chalutza is mutter. Says the Mishnah, very simple here. Reuven, Reuven died. The same case, we'll say Reuven died. He was married to Leah, no children. Shimon came along. Shimon came along, and gave her chalitza, gave Leah chalitza. Okay. Now what happened was Levi married Rachel. Levi, another brother, married Rachel. Okay, everything okay so far? Yeah. Shimon gave Chalitza to Leah, right? And now, Nachal um, Rachel married Levi. Umais and Levi died. Who's alive? Shimon, right? Shimon first did Chalitza for Leah, for his brother Rumi. And then Levi, his brother, brother married Rachel. And now he died. So Shimon is left with whom? Rachel. But he already gave chalitza to Leah, right? So chalitza long as he remembers. Mitter rice he could, right? Mitter rice he could, because it's a chos chalutzaso, right? She's a chos chalutzaso. But you're not supposed to marry a chos chalutzaso. Mitter abanan. So again, chalitza, give her chalitza. So he gives chalitza to Rachel. Now, the mission is chen gashisto, but megarish is different. Because if you divorce, let's say Reuben divorced his wife, Leah. Reuben divorced his wife Leah. And Levi married, Levi married now who? Rachel. Umais and Levi died. Areza Ptura. She's Potter entirely. Why? What does that mean? Levi died. It's a Choskushaso. Reuben divorced Leah. His brother Levi married Rachel and he died. So what's Reuben supposed to do? Give more Chalitza on Rachel. But he was married to her sister. That's like a Chosishto. A Chos is like a Chosishto if she's still alive. So raise up Torah. There's no Chalitza or even. It's Potter. That's here. So the Gemara is going to say, why well, did say Bechain? We'll see that. 
Now, here's the complicated case. Here's another case. Again, Ruvain died. And so Leah is a Shemeris Yavam, right? She's the Yavama. So Kiddush Achav Zachosa, here also Levi married, Levi gave Kedushin to Rachel. So what do you do in this case right now? Right? Shemeris Yavam, Shemeris Shimon's there. Shimon hasn't done anything yet, right? Reuben died. Shimon is about to form Yibmar Chalitza. Meanwhile, Levi married her sister, married, married Rachel. So Mishum Rabbi Yudavam says, "Almost is that we tell Levi wait. Wait till Shimon does something. If Shimon does chalitza or yibam on Leah, fine, no problem. You can you can go ahead with your marriage to Rachel, right? So Hamta Once Shimon gave Levi uh, gave Leah chalitza, Okansar married her. So Yichnusishos. Then Levi can go ahead and uh, and consummate his marriage. Mesa Hayavama. Let's say Leah died. Leah died." So also is no problem, right? Because what's the problem over here? Ruvain died and left two brothers, Shimon and Levi. So there's a Zika, there's a Zika to both, right? But Levi went and, and got engaged to Rachel. So we tell him, listen, don't get married yet. Why? Because you're marrying Achot Zukukato. Wait till Shimon does something. Let Shimon take care of it first. Shimon, if Shimon does Yid more Chalitza, then it's okay, right? Shimon does Yid more Chalitza, then it's okay. Otherwise not. Otherwise, uh, you got a problem, right? If he does Yibmer Chalitza, then you can go ahead and consummate the marriage to Rachel. Is this a Macy of them? So Macy has the position. Or if Leah died, if Leah died also, he can get married to uh, Rachel, right? Because uh, you're married to Rachel's sister. Macy of them. What happens though if Shimon dies? Listen to the case again. Reuben's married to Leah, Le- Le- Reuben dies. There's two brothers, Shimon and Levi. Levi goes and gets engaged to Rachel. So we tell Levi, wait a while, wait a while, wait. Let Shimon do Yibam or Chalitza, right? Or if, Ru, if Leah dies, even better, no problem. What happens though if Shimon dies now? There's nobody left. Who's left? Shimon. I uh, just left Levi, right? If Shimon dies, right? Good, good, good. You're with me, right? Reuben died originally. Now Shimon died. Who's left? Levi. Now he's got Rachel, who he's engaged to, and he's got the Avama, Leah. He's stuck. So what does he got to do? Yotzi is to beget. He's got to give his wife a get because he can't marry her because it's a chotzkukakso, which is least an isidrabana. And the Ashasakhu Bachalitza. Now, once he gave uh, once he gave uh, her a get, he can't marry Rachel. It's a chotzkukso. It's like he was married to her. So he has to give her. So what does that mean? He has to give his wife a get because he can't marry her. But what about Leah? Leah has to give Chalitza to. Because Leah is still stuck. Leah had her husband had died, Shimon had died, and she needs chalitza. He has to give her chalitza. So he has to give her chalitza, and he has to give his wife, his, his Kedushan wife, his Arison, uh, a, a get. So Mugmar now first says, My Bechain. In the first part of the mission, we said if you give chalitza to, uh, you, uh, you give chalitza, and his brother married her sister, right? And then he died. So what can you do? You give a chalitza because you can marry a chalitza. But what about Gurushaso? If Reuben divorced his wife, and then what? And then her sister fell even to him. Shimon died and left her sister to him. That's a chos Gurushaso. That's uh, that's like a chos ishto. You don't even need uh, chalitza. Why do you say bechein? The first case you need chalitza. The second one you don't even chalitza. It's petura. Does aim change it to avol megarish? It's not really bechein because in the first case you give her chalitza because it's only a chos chalitza, which is an isra bana. A chos Gurushaso is an isra daraisa. So there's need more chalitza. Avol megarish. 
of Avo Hamagarish. Amr Shlokesh Kanchan Rebbe. Here, Rebbe learned Achos Kushosim Divrei Torah, Achos Kushosim Divrei Sof. You see, it's from the Mishnah. Because when when is the case? When do you always give chalitza instead of yibum? When it's either a suffolk, if she was, if she, if you need chalitza, if you need yibum, and you're not sure, so you give chalitza because you give, or it's a drabbanan. The drabbanan said, don't do it, like in the case of a kohen. If a Kohen who has uh, Yavama falls him, he can't marry if she if he can't marry a Kohen Gadol marrying an Amana or a Kohen if she's already a Grusha, he can't marry her. So you give her Chalitza, even though Midaraisa, you could perform Yibam at least once, but we had Gozer, Biri shown out to be a Shnia. So that's what we had before back in Chabalov. But here we see from Rebbe, what Rebbe says, you see from the Mishnah, Cholets is blowing from the first case. Why? Because Achos Grusha, Achos Chalitza is only Drabonan. But a chos grusha is the mizdiv Torah. It's like a chos ishto. Therefore, it puts it from yibum and chalitz and shal. Shomeres yom shikir. Says the Mishnah. This is the case we're dealing with now. Where again, let's review the case. Ruvain died, and he left two brothers, Shimon and Levi. Levi went and got engaged to Rachel. Okay, so we tell Levi, wait, let Shimon do something. Let her do yibum or chalitza, or maybe Leah will die. Wait till he gets away. But what happens if Shimon dies? Then Levi's stuck. Amr Shmuel, Halakha Rabbi Yerun Rabbi we love Pasuk Rabbi that we tell him, wait, don't, don't get engaged. Why? Because Rashi points over here, Rashi says, Rabbi Yudah, the Yesh Zika. We had a machlot before, if Yesh Zika or not, is Zika considered like a partial marriage, Alim al And we Pasuk in that way, Yesh Zika. Yesh Zika, at least it's Rabbanan, you can't marry her because it's a Choskukoso. So again, Levi got engaged to Rachel, even though Leah was his Yavama. And okay, we tell him, let Shima do something. But meanwhile, She's obligated, she's bonded to both Shimon and Levi until something is done. Iboilu, Mesa Ishto Mao. Here's a complicated. What happens if his own wife dies? What happened over here? First, Ruvain died, right? Then Leah went, uh, um, Levi went and got engaged to Rachel. Rachel. Okay, so he said, wait, let Shimon do something, right? If Shimon does Yibm or Chalitza, that's great. You can go and consummate your marriage. Or if Leah, uh, if Leah dies, that's also good, you know, after the, uh, wait a few days, wait till the shiva's over and you can consummate the marriage to Rachel, no problem. What happens if Rachel dies? Now who's left now? Levi and Leah. So can he marry Leah? Well, that's a question over your mouth. Mao bivimto, machlokis. Rav Rav Chanina, Domitabayo, Mesa, Ishtam, Mutamavelti, you can marry a Velma, all right, because she's available, why not? Okay. Shmuel, Vervasi, Domitabayo, Mesa, Ishtam, Osir, Bivimto, can't, we'll see why. Um, Rav, my time at Rav, what's Rav's reasoning? Very simple. Originally, she was Mutratim. When? When? When Ruven died. Then Vanessa. Then she became Mutratim. Why? Because he got engaged to her sister. When she became his sister, he couldn't marry. It's a, right? It's a, it's a Chos Ishto. It's his wife. Kedushin is like Ishto, right? So Chos Ishto. Now that his wife died, he's Mutratim marry her again. That's Rav's reasoning. Rav says, That's the Psak. Okay. Masar of Amnuna, we'll see Shmuel in a minute. Masar of Amnuna, what do you mean? Another case we had before. Reuben and Shimon are married to Leah and Rachel, two sisters. There's a third brother, Levi, who's not married at all. Reuben died, as usual. Reuben died with no children. Levi did Maimer. Then afterwards, Shimon died. Shimon died. Now, what's the status? What's the status? Okay, Shimon died, which means that Rachel is also available to him now. Not available, she's Yavama. He's got two Yavamas now. He's got Leah, who he did Mimer to, and he's got Rachel, who also just fell to him. Okay, so at that point, when she fell to him, he can't marry either one, because each one is a Chotz Kukoso. 
and then his wife died. Then afterwards, who died? Shimon's wife, Rachel, died afterwards. Osiyavama, what about Leah? You see, if she gets chalitza, why can't he marry her again? Why don't you say originally? Originally, it was Mutter, became also to him when he got engaged, when Shimon got engaged too. Uh, or, or when uh, when when the when um, when the Mufna Levi got engaged to Leah, so then he can't marry. He couldn't marry. Um, he couldn't marry Rachel. And now that Rachel died, Shimon died, and Rachel died. She's uh, Leah should be mutter to him again. If you say that once she becomes available again, it's mutter. Why don't you say the same case over here? There you say In that case of the of the uh, where again when Levi did mimer on Leah, and then uh, which made him forbidden to Rachel, and then his brother died, Shimon died, which means that Rachel also fell to him at that point. And she would, you know, Rachel would have been ushered to him because he did Maimer on Leah, and now she's ushered to him even more because Shimon died. So what do you say? The You don't say that, that Leah can now marry uh, Levi. You don't say that. Why not? Ishtik. So he didn't have an answer to that. When Rav Ovnen asked that Kasha to Rava, he didn't have an answer. But Bosnuff, like after he went, I said, Omar, oh, am I Lomar? Why don't I tell him I have a reason why? That Shita goes like a blazer, or a blazer. The armor of Lazar holds the famous Shita, Kivan Shamda of Shas Achas Be Isser, Nesulav Olamas. Rabbi Lazar held that once she's ushered to you at all, you can that never becomes once the Yavama is ushered to you at all. Remember, there's basically Yavama is an Isser of Ashasach. You can't marry your brother's wife. That Isser is period. The Torah says, even after your brother dies, you can't marry him. Uh, there's a special hetter. If he dies with no children, then there's a special mitzvah. But once there's an Isser, once she goes to an Isser, it's always also forever. So maybe he says, I'll tell you that Brysa, who says, goes like Rebbe Lazar. No. Then he says, no, that doesn't make sense. Where she was also as soon as she fell to Yibam. In other words, as soon as Ruvain died, the first one died, and there was the first Yibamah there, it was also at that point. Once it's also there, we don't care what happens afterwards. That's his shita. That's what Rebbe Lazar says. Meaning, Rebbe Lazar says simply, there's, there's uh, uh, two, two uh, wives. Rebbe Lazar says a case like this where a man divorced his wife. Reuben divorced his wife. And then he remarried her. Right? And he took her back. He wasn't a Kohen. He married her again. Um, and then he dies. Can she marry Shimon? So the Tanakh says, yeah, when she died, married Shimon. Reb Lezer says, no. Oh, sir, hold on. Since she was also, she was Grushas Achivo at a certain point in time. There's no answer of Yibam. There's, even though he died with no children subsequently, but once it's Grusha Sachev, you can never marry. That's Rabbalazar Shit, Rabbalazar. So he says, At the time that Ruvain died, she wasn't Roy for him then. But if she was Roy, if she could have performed Yibor Chalitza originally when Ruvain died, she could have formed Yibor. Maybe he doesn't say that hard or no. And he says that even that case. But Tanya, we see Rabbalazar says, Okay, very simple. Man, two men are married to two sisters. Ruben Shimon married to Leah and Rachel, and his wife died. Mesa Ishto, right? Mesa Yivimto, Mutter Ishto. If 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 what? If the Yavama, if is the uh, the Yavama dies, he can marry. He can marry his wife. Mesa Ishto, Osi Yavama Let's form Sebemis. So you see, once uh, even if his wife dies subsequently, since she was also to him at the beginning, she was a Chos Ishto. It's also for, forever. Uh, you understand? If his brother dies, Ishto, Mesa Ishto, In other words, her blood says the favor, even in our case, where where the Yoruba died, Mesa Ishto, So you see that in all cases, 
when he married this a case of our mission, he married the he got engaged to the sister of the Yavama, right? We say over there that that even if his wife dies, he can't marry Leah again, even though, and if if uh, uh, Shimon dies, he's allowed to marry. He's, he's um, once uh, once um, sh- uh, the Yavama dies, let's say Leah dies, like in our mission, if, if if either Shimon consummates the marriage to Leah or Leah dies, Macy Vimto, he can marry his wife because there's nobody left there, just him and his wife. Macy, but his wife dies, like like we said in like really like uh, like Shmuel Shita. But if the if his Macy Ishto is of love and so so you see over here, so you say that bright mission will go like Rebbe Lazar. We said this before, again, where his wife dies. What's the case? Again, just don't get confused. Ruben dies. He left two brothers, Shimon and Levi, right? Shimon's supposed to marry Leah or meanwhile, uh, or either Yimar Chalitza. Meanwhile, Levi got engaged to Rachel. So what do we say over here? We tell him to wait, wait to see what happens. But what happens if Rachel dies now? Can Levi now marry? Can, and Shimon died and Rachel died. Can Leah, now, can Leah get married to Levi? Can Levi marry Rachel now? So we had a machlokas. Rav says, yeah, now she's mutter again. And we said, Shmuel, Shmuel Ravasi said, no. So maybe Shmuel Ravasi also hold like Rabbi Lazar, that once it's usher, you can't marry at all. So no, I feel Temekarbanan. They could say, I don't have to like, like Rabbi Lazar. I can even like the Rabbanan who say over there, then the case of Grushas Achiv, if, uh, if, if Grushas Achiv, meaning Reuben divorced his wife, took her back, and then he died with no children. The Rabbanan say, you could perform, Shimon could perform Yibam over there. I can look to the Rabban, I can look to the It was never Osir from the, from the time that he, that from the field of there was, it was no uh, Mitzrayim. At the time in the field, it wasn't Osir. Maybe the Rabban also wrote it. She became Osir in between. In other words, where did the Rabban disagree with, uh, with Rabban Lazar? In the case where, again, what happened? Reuven, Reuven and Shimon were married to two sisters. Reuven divorced his wife and took her back. And now he died. And now he died. So even if, let's say, Shimon's not married to her sister. Shimon, there's no, there's no, there's only, there's only Reuven and Leah and Shimon. Reuven divorced his wife, took her back, and now he died. Okay, he died now with no children. So Shimon can perform, Rabbi Lazar says, no, 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 no. Because she was also to him once as Grushas Achit. So there, the Rabbana disagree. But if there was ever a time when she became usher, like in this case, where she, where did she become usher? She became usher. When did Leah become usher to him? Because he married Rachel. He got engaged to Rachel. Once he became engaged to Rachel, so then Leah is a chot, a chosishto. So for that time that she was usher, okay, his wife subsequently died. Rachel died. So Rachel died, and he should be mutter Leah. No, but once she's usher for a period of time, maybe even Rabbanon over there who disagreed with Rabbanon in Rabbanon's case, would agree that you can't, there's no Yibam anymore. In other words, everybody agrees that if, if at the time of Yibam, at the time that Leah died, Levi couldn't marry, uh, Levi couldn't marry uh, Leah for some reason, Achosishto, whatever the thing was, then it's also forever. It's also for it's Achos, it's Eshach Shalom, Mark Mitzvah, even if let's say his wife died. That was the case we had before. Take a simple case. Reuben and Shimon are married to Leah and Rachel, right? Reuben dies, no children. What's the story? Shimon can't perform Yibam on Leah because he's married to her sister. Okay, now her sister dies. Rachel dies. What do you say now? Now they're together. No. Once it's also, once it's call Yibam Shein and Nikara Bishas Yibam at the time Bishas Nefila when Ruvain died, it's not it's not viable. It's also forever. There, everybody agrees with that. But over here, everybody agrees with that. But over here, what happened? Originally, Levi could have performed Yibam on on Leah, 
Then he didn't because then he couldn't afterwards because he was he got engaged to Rachel and then Rachel died, so he became available again. There we come into this machlokus between Rav on the one who says yes, she is available again, and Shmuel and Ravasi who will say like Rav Lazar in this case that no, it's not mutter again. Here we come to an easier Mishnah. We know you're always supposed to wait for three months. Uh, any woman who gets remarried is not, it was ma- married for whatever reason, her husband died, divorced, whatever it was, has to wait three months for Afghanazera to make sure you know whose kid it was. Because if she gets married right away and then has a baby seven months later, because a seven month baby is even born after six months. In general, nine months babies are usually full term, usually full term, whereas seven month babies are born anytime after six months. Six months in a day is, is a seventh month baby. So if the baby's born, so if she didn't wait, if she didn't wait 90 days after she departed, after her husband and her separated, you're worried that maybe what happened? That maybe and the baby's born seven months later or six months and two days later. You're not sure is it a seven month baby from the from the second husband or from the first husband. So in the case of the Yavama also, that's also Leah's, you know, Shimon is now marrying Leah. And uh, it's a new marriage for both for, for both of them. It's a new marriage. So uh, she shouldn't get chalitza or even. Now we'll discuss why not chalitza. Can't give chalitza right away. All women, all women who are getting remarried, they shouldn't even get engaged. Make Xera getting engaged. What's the problem? She's not having a baby. But sometimes they have, uh, you know, they get together during the Arison also. So, whether they're virgins or not, whether they're divorced, widowed, whether they are married or arusas. The Gemara is going to say, what do you have to say? Sula and arusas usually the same. The Gemara will get there. But nobody, basically, nobody when they get remarried, you get married within three months. If they were married already, and now, but they can get engaged because engaged, they're not going to have a baby yet, right? So they can have arusas. Because in those days they did Arison separately from the Nasuan. So they can get engaged, just can't consummate the marriage. That's the reason we don't like the Buddha. The Arusas, and if they were only engaged, if the first marriage was only engagement, so she's not going to be pregnant from that, presumably, you know, so she can get married. Chutzman Arusas, you except Arusas and Yudam, they Shaliba Gospel, because they used to go on dates there. They used to go on dates. In other words, it wasn't just Shaduchim and Yehuda, they used to. They used to tell the Chassan and Kala, uh, get, why don't you meet one another so you won't be so shy at the wedding night? That's what they used to do. They used to be, so you should feel comfortable with her. So he became comfortable with her, he might have gotten too comfortable with her. So we were more careful. So he says, Rebuta says, married women who are originally married, they can get engaged. If they were engaged, they can get married now because there's no chance of having a baby, except in Yehuda. Everybody can get engaged. Why not? Engaged isn't a problem. Whether they're married or engaged, get engaged. They're not going to have a baby yet. Chutzman, except for an Amana, shouldn't even age be able because if she was an Amana, you know, she is, you know, wait 30 days for the Avelis to be over. If she's an Amana, she's wait at least 30 days for that. Forget it, right? Everybody else saying get married right away, get married the next day, except for Amana because of Avelis. But the Halach is not like either one, not even like Rabiosi or like uh, Rebuta. If she gets engaged, so the Avelis is over. So I understand why she shouldn't get engaged, she shouldn't get married within three months. Shemi Evlad Ben Kayama, because maybe there's going to be a baby. And you're not going to know whose baby it is. But worse than that, a Yavama, a regular person, you're not going to know whose baby it is. But Yavama, it's worse. If Ruvain dies with no children and Leah gets engaged, gets married the next day to Shimon, right? And it turns out that Leah was pregnant. It's Why shouldn't she have Chalitza? Ah, I'll tell you why. You know why? Because Chalitza, in case she's pregnant, Chalitza of a pregnant, we had that machalitza before. 
is the if you give chalitza to a pregnant lady and then she loses the baby, is it good chalitza or not? Over here you say you shouldn't. So that's a ride that chalitza wouldn't be good on a pregnant. Elo tachot samai lematefter biyochan. That's a kashan or biyochan and damar chalitza muberes shma chalitza. He says you can give chalitza to muberes. That's a good chalitza. If afterwards she loses the baby or whatever, you don't need another chalitza. Rishlakish says you do need another chalitza. Biyochan says you don't. It's a kashan or biyochan because here apparently you see chalitza is no good. We already refuted Rabbi Yochanan back before and Daflam and Hey, Chadazim, we already refuted him. So what's the, so they're going, so maybe we already refuted him. So what do you, what, what's the big deal that it's a Kashim? Maybe it's a Kashim from here too, in case you get rid of the first refutation, right? In case you knock off the first one, you slug that one up. So you have another refutation. It's low. It's not a Kashim of Yochanan. The reason over here is not because Chalitza of a is not a chalitza. The reason is because maybe she'll really have a baby. Let's say you have a baby. Everybody agrees if she has a baby, he gave a chalitza to Shimon got to, gave chalitza to Leah right away. He didn't wait. Turned out she was pregnant. She had a baby. Is the chalitza do anything? No, the chalitza is meaningless, right? She can marry a Kohen now, right? You, you can marry her. You can marry her, her sisters because the chalitza it's not a chos chalitza. So uh, here's the problem, because maybe there'll be a baby. So what's the problem? And you have to call out that she's mutter to marry a Kohen. She's mutter to marry a Kohen, meaning, because originally thought she got chalitza, she can't marry a Kohen. Now it turns out the chalitza is not a good chalitza because she had a baby. So she didn't need chalitza. You have to say, no, she's allowed to. So what? So make an announcement that she can marry a Kohen. What's the big deal? Here's what the Gemara says. People heard the first email, not the second one. That's the problem with always the updates. People heard the first one, but people heard, oh, she's a chalitza. Did you hear? Uh, Leah got chalitza. Make sure no Kohen marries her. Be sure about that. Okay, there's a second announcement. The next day, they sent a little message at the bottom, another email. Forget that chalitza. It didn't count. They didn't see the second one. That's the problem. And people think that she can't marry a Kohen. And people will think when they see that she does marry a Kohen, that a chalitza can marry a Kohen. That's what people will think. So that's what you're always worried about. People say she can't marry a Kohen. And they'll say they would, they didn't hear the second one and they won't allow her to marry Cohen. Or if she does marry Cohen, they'll think that a chutz can marry Cohen. So Tenach Almana, fine. I understand that by an Almana, we have that problem. Meaning, what does that mean? If the this this lady was only an Almana, meaning Reuben died and Leah was going to marry Shimon, right? And they gave her chalitza, so you shouldn't give her chalitza. But let's say she's, let's say before she was married to Reuben, she had been married prior and she was divorced. She was divorced, she can't marry Cohen anyway. If a lady was divorced, she can't marry Cohen, even if she was subsequently married and widowed, she can't marry Cohen. Who's Michael and Mamer? I'll tell you why. Because you're going to take away Mazonas. If you're a chalitza, once she gets chalitza, she doesn't get Mazonas anymore. She doesn't get sustenance anymore from the estate. From the, he doesn't have to give her a sustenance anymore. Nafla Mazonas. So Tenach Masua, that's if she was married fully, then she gets Mazonas. Arusa Grusha Michael What are you going to say if she was only engaged now? Till Ruvain. So she doesn't get Mazonas from him anyway. She doesn't get And she was a Grusha originally. So why don't you give her Chalitza? What's the problem? You're not going to rule it to a coin. And she's already ruined to a coin. What can be the problem? What can be the problem? You're worried about that. Ella Mishum Derbyosi. This is all a Kash, like you so to speak, on Rabbi Yochan. Maybe the reason is because uh, we pass like Mishlokesh that Chalitza Mubaris is not a good Chalitza. And that's why you don't do it. But Rabbi Yochan is trying to defend himself. Even Chalitza Mubaris says Chalitza has other reasons why. Can I give chalitza to her? Why not? It's in three months. What, what do you have to lose? I'm giving her chalitza. I'm not marrying her. Give her chalitza. What, what's, what's, the, what's the harm going to be done? 
says in Loyachbots, if he doesn't want to marry her, she give her chalitza. Harm chafetz if he wants to. Yavam. In other words, the reason why you don't give chalitza, Rabbi Yochanan will say, Rabbi Yochanan will say, will say you don't give her chalitza because maybe she's pregnant and a chalitza mubaris is not a good chalitza. You might make a mistake. Rabbi Yochanan will say, no, it's very simple because if she, you can't do yivam over here. Why? Because maybe she's, uh, maybe she's pregnant and you'll be, and, and it's she's actually of Mokka Mitzvah. But I'll tell you why. Uh, be, and, and because of that, because you can't do yibum, you can't do chalitza either. Technically, you could do chalitza. Even this agrees if he gave her chalitza, it's a good chalitza. If he gave her chalitza and she wasn't pregnant, it was a good chalitza. It's not taking away that. Just you shouldn't do it. If a woman is a suffix, I'm not sure what a suffix means, give her chalitza. My suffix, what do you mean suffix? Even a suffix kedushin, you're not sure if she was married originally to Ruben or not. He threw her a kedushin with a star. You're not sure if it was closer to him, closer to him. You're not sure if it was kedushin. So, uh, Am I, why shouldn't she give her chali, why shouldn't she give her Yibam? Why can't she give her Yibam? Because Reuben was a suffolk who was married to, Le, to Leah. He dies. Shimon should not do Yibam, only Chalitza. Why? If it's a suffolk, Amailo, Amailo Mesiabas, this Yibam Beim Kachlum. Let him make Yibam either way. If Reuben was married to her, he's performing the midst of Yibam. If Reuben was mar- wasn't married to her, he's just marrying her Stam. He's not, nothing, nothing, also uh, married this girl, Beim Kachlum. Elav, suffolk, Shekidish, Echem, Shtechas. Here's what happened. He was married to one of two sisters. He was married to one of two sisters, and he died. They knew days and Now we don't know who he was married to. Let's say he sent kedushas to the father on behalf of the one else, and now he died. We don't know who he was married to. But Tony cholezas. He can't marry either one. Why? Because maybe it's a chosishto. See cholezas, right? So what do you see over there? So you see that here's a case where what? Where he can't perform yibum. Why? Because he doesn't know. One of two sisters, he's not sure which sister he's married, the brother was married to. He can't marry either one because maybe it's a chosishto. And yet you say chalitza, even though you can't do even. How can you compare the cases? If Elio would come and tell us, uh, if you'd say, if you'd say this is the one, so you could do even or chalitza, you just don't know which one. Even if Elio would come, even if Elio would tell us that this girl is not pregnant, we would listen to the we wouldn't give her, we wouldn't allow her anyway. Uh, right? Because Hakatana, we have a case where let's say she's a little girl, she's 10 years old. The Lavas is not capable of getting pregnant. This is we forbid women to get married within three months of marriage is all women, even if they can't be pregnant. The reason ultimately is, is because we should, we should have Hanazer to know whose kid it is. Or in the case of Yibam, because uh, maybe it'll be a Shachshel of Makam Mitzvah. But uh, even in the case where it's a Kana, we don't allow it. Therefore, we say that, uh, we say that either way, uh, you don't do the, the you don't do the uh, chalitza even in a case where in the case of it's a suffolk over there the reason there's still chalitza even though we say chalitza but it would be even in that case we just don't know who the wife is but if Elio would come and tell us who the wife is you could perform yibam on her or chalitza but in this case the rabbis forbade um, uh, yibam period even of a of a of a uh, girl who's not pregnant. And therefore, since you don't have any Yibam, there's no Chalitza either there too. Even though it's all really, really a Drabbanan. The Yibam is really, because really might be if she's pregnant, it turned out that's the Chalitza is more like a Drabbanan that if you actually did Chalitza to her and she wasn't pregnant, Taka would be a good Chalitza. It would be a good Chalitza. If he did Yibam on her and it turned out she wasn't pregnant, it would be a good Yibam too. But in the case of Yibam, we don't want to take a chance. All right, we'll do the Tanarabbanan tomorrow and we'll pick it up from here because uh, we've got to start davening. Okay. Have a good day. Moadim the Sumchala Kula.